Y'all, guess what? Guess what today is? Today is my 28th birthday. <laughs> I don't really know how I feel. It's like a bittersweet feeling. Like I'm happy and I'm thankful to be here. But then it's like, dang, I'm getting old. Dang, we still in Corona. You know, I have, I have some mixed feelings. But overall, I must say I am really, really happy to be here yet again for another year of life. I just want to vibe with y'all. Nothing special this week. Just want to vibe and talk and connect. Get my feelings out about how I'm feeling regarding being 28. And yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> What's up, y'all? So again, like I said, today is my 28th birthday. Oh, oops. Welcome back to Adjusting Crown. <laughs> Welcome back to Adjusting Crowns. I am your host, Sid, the Melanated Queen. And like I said, today's my 28th birthday. <laughs> um, and I also said to that I don't really know how I feel. Like it's a bittersweet feeling. I'm not sad or depressed or angry, but then I'm not like super duper happy either. I'm just in between, you know. I'm thankful, 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 thankful to God for blessing me with another year of life. He didn't have to do it, but I'm so grateful that he saw fit for me to live another day. So thank you, God, for that, um, first and foremost. And then also, too, I'm thankful for the accomplishments that I have accomplished thus far, you know, um, not quite done yet, but I will be graduating with my Master's of Education in September. So that's awesome. Um, I finally got into the field that I really wanted to work in and I'm passionate to work in, which is an education. I want to be a teacher and that is what I'm doing. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, you know, I have a son and he's doing well, extremely smart in school, doing very good in school, actually, despite this distance learning stuff, I was afraid that this would be something that would hinder him. And all of the kids out there, even my students in my class, but it's been great, actually. Um, this generation of kids is just different. You know, they gravitate to this computer like nothing. So, you know, all the fears and worries that all the other adults might have had, you know, these kids are just like, what do you, I got this. Like, you know, and they have proven it. My kids in my class are excelling. My son is excelling. He's above reading level, which I was very impressed with. His writing is excellent. His math is excellent. Um, and then yesterday he won a good citizenship award. So, you know, thank God for that. That's awesome. That was a great 28th birthday gift, to be honest with you. So thanks, baby. <laughs> um, what else? Mm, I mean, there's a lot of things that I need to improve on that I, things that I really want to accomplish. I'm not giving myself a deadline or anything, but things that I really want to get further ahead in. So for example, my podcast, I'm passionate about it and I love doing it, but it would be nice to get bigger, have more of a following, expand more, you know, eventually get on YouTube. I want to start that very soon, like this year, this month, if I can. You know, I want to have a bigger following. Um, I would love to monetize it, you know, with my ads and whatnot. You know, I just want to get bigger. That's something that I'm passionate about. Um, I did appear on a radio show in New York. It was a Christian-based radio show. And I wanted to post it for you guys. I really did. But guess what? The devil was busy. And 
the whole recording is like full of static. It's weird. And I'm like, dang, yo, like that really sucks. Cause I was so ready to post that on Instagram and Twitter and everything else. But what's the point if you can't make out what I'm saying, you can't hear anything. It's just, it's all you hear is that. So I'm like, man, but you know what though? I was upset and I was a little sad about it, but then I realized that just wasn't my time to shine at that moment. So it is what it is. You know, God blocked it for a reason. It was blocked for a reason. So I'm gonna let that slide. Um, another opportunity that I have, the same people that I did the radio show with, they also have a women's magazine and they wanted to feature me as a special woman, I guess, for the month of March. So that should be coming out soon. I'm excited to see that. And I will definitely post it once it is out. Um, you know, little things are happening step by step, slowly but surely things are happening. And I just pray that it continues to go that way because I am passionate about what I'm doing here. And, you know, I want my platform to benefit others and myself. Shoot, this is a lot of work. I, I need to get paid. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, also too, as far as my career, I am at the beginning stages of my teaching career. I'm not making the money that I know that I have the potential to make. So that's the thing. Um, during COVID and with quarantining and all that stuff like that to save money. I did move back in with family, so I'm ready to move back out. <laughs> That's another thing that I want to accomplish this year, God willing. So I have some work to do, but overall, I I can't complain. I'm in a great place. I'm healthy. I've never had COVID, nor will I ever have COVID. I, I'm strongly believing in that. That vaccine is out, and I am eligible for it as a teacher, but mm, I'm going to wait on that one. That, that Maybe that'll be another episode topic, talking about that vaccine. But I'm going to wait. I don't feel comfortable taking it just yet. Um, but yeah, I'm healthy. My family's healthy. We're doing good. My son's doing good. Um, I'm in a good place. I'm, I'm, I'm very content with how things are going in my life and the way I'm feeling. I am content. Despite the things that I need and want in my life that I don't quite have yet, it doesn't bother me because I know it's soon to come. I am totally just in a good place. So I guess that's a big thing to recognize for my 28th birthday is that I am at peace with the way that my life is going. And I'm at peace with the fact that the things that I want and the things that I need are coming to me in due time. I'm at peace with that. And I am trusting in God to bless me with those things. I am trusting my abilities to work toward those things. And the things that I have in place to get me there are going well. So I can't complain. I'm good. I'm good. So y'all, again, this is my 28th birthday. No, I'm not 30, but <laughs> I found a really cool article on Essence Magazine's website and it's titled 30 Things Every Black Woman Should Have or Know by 30. So the word by means that this is relevant to me because I'm turning 28. I still got the year 29 to get whatever the thing on this list together if I don't already have it together. And it's just for fun. Ain't nothing that I'm stressing or sweating. Maybe y'all can connect with me on this too for those ladies who aren't 30 yet or just turn 30. You still have time. If you want to take this seriously, just, just listen to the list. It's just for fun. So the article says, turning the big 3-0 is a time to get serious. True, but not a time to mourn what hasn't been done. I fall into that trap a lot myself. 
I learned a lot on my way to the third decade of life, and I'm still learning after crossing that threshold about myself, about my community, and about what I've been put here to accomplish. I think a lot of us are. Still, there are some things a woman should absolutely have by that magical age. And it's a list of 30 different things. I'm just going to skim through and go through as many of them as I can. So just to touch on what was said here about, you know, it's a time to get serious, but not a time to mourn what hasn't been done. I fall into that trap, all that good stuff. I think a lot of us can relate to that. I know personally I can. I really regret not going to college in the traditional in the traditional sense. Lord Jesus, I can't talk. I regret not going to college in the traditional way. So for example, going to campus, staying on campus, you know, going to all these different college parties and events and the quad, joining a sorority, that out of everything is probably the biggest thing that I wish I would have done. Y'all know my story if you listen to my past episodes, but just to give you a quick little run through, I got accepted into quite a few colleges. I did really well in high school. And um, there was a college in particular that I really wanted to go to in New York. I've always wanted to live in New York. That was my dream. I was like this close to going, but then I quote unquote fell in love. And instead of going to college the traditional way, I settled for community college and went about it, you know, a different way to be with this person. Fast forward now, I'm divorced and a single mother of a six-year-old. But that's besides the point. I'm in a good place. Today's my 28th birthday. (laughs) No, but seriously, you know, there's no point in going down that road because all it does is just stress you out. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas are irrelevant. Focus on what you can do now, right? I strongly encourage that, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't beat yourself up about what you didn't do or what you could have done years in the past. Focus on what you can do and what you will do starting now and all the years to come. So here we go with this list. So on the number one, the number one thing on this list, it says a song that immediately lifts her spirits or takes her back to a special stress-free time no matter where she is. So I should have that by now. What is the song that lifts my spirits? I mean, there's quite a few. Pretty much anything from Marvin Sapp, that's a gospel singer. Anything from Karen Clark Sheard. Um, who else? All the Clark sisters, to be honest with you, shoot. Um, anything about God will most definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, lift my spirits. Give me some stress-free moments. But the song that is special to me and makes me smile and makes me just be like, ow, <laughs> is FaceTime, the remix, Ari Lennox and Duran, Duran Bernard. That is a bop. If you guys never heard it, my God. Honestly, anything from those two is a bop. It really is. But that song in particular, it just, it has a vibe that is just like no other. So check that song out if you haven't already. It's a good one. You won't be disappointed. Um, Number two on the list, a polite diplomatic way of putting someone in check (laughs) and a taste of sister girl attitude with diplomacy just won't cut it. Okay. So basically I should have it down packed by my thirties, a polite and diplomatic way of putting someone in check and giving them a taste of a sister girl attitude. I don't have that one together yet. Um, either I'm quiet and I just sweep things under the rug or I go off and I go from zero to hundred 
so quick. So I need to work on that. Anybody else can relate. It's good to be able to politely and in a diplomatic way, put somebody in check. Don't let things go under the rug. It's not a good feeling because you're always going to have that moment like, dang, I wish I would have said this. Dang, I wish I would have said that. You know what I mean? And then also to you kind of train the person into disrespecting you. You know what I mean? When you let somebody get away with murder one too many times, even one time, then that's just a wrap. They don't treat you however they want to treat you from that point on. So you need to nip it in the bud immediately. So number two, we're working on. Number three, a favorite moisturizer, a favorite hair product, and a favorite recipe in case she has to cook something impressive or a favorite bakery or restaurant to pick it up from. No, I mean, I think that's more of like a very organized and together person, which I am not. Um, I wash my face with Dove Sensitive Gentle Soap. I barely use face wash and stuff like that. I definitely don't put on moisturizer. I use lotion. So people who have um, skin that's very sensitive and breaks out easily or whatever the case is, please don't listen to me. That's what I do because I'm lazy. I really want to have a skincare regimen. So maybe that's something I need to focus on. A go-to hair product, um, honestly, I don't have that either. I mean, I like Cantu products, but I don't think that's Black-owned. I have to look into it. Like, I know Shea Moisture is definitely not Black-owned from what I heard. Um, but is Cantu? I don't know. Either way, I like the way it smells. I really do. But I will literally drop all of that for a Black-owned product that works well and that is easy on my pockets because some of this stuff be like, $10 a jar and $12 a bottle. Like, so, you know, I use quite a few things to put in my hair and get it curly and cute the way that I have it. So I can't be dropping $12, $15 on stuff. So we'll get back on that. Favorite recipe. Honestly, I'm such a kid. It's mac and cheese. I mean, even straight up from the box. So I guess I need to get that together too and act more like an adult, not a six-year-old. Okay. Number four. A tool set, a carjack, and a refusal to be anybody's damsel in distress. Ooh, honey. Ooh, I need to work on that too. I do not have that together. I mean, I have some crap in my trunk, but I've never used it, nor do I even know how to. So that's a thing. Um, yeah, number four. I'm putting it on my list of things to work on. <laughs> number five, the willingness and resolve to let it go, whatever it is. <sighs> that's a tough one. I am like 50-50 on that one. Um, I was, and you know, it's funny, like I would say as of like the last few weeks, I've gotten to a place where I can just let go, trust God has got it, and to allow myself not to be overwhelmed with anxiety and just overthinking and all this other nonsense that comes with overthinking and anxiety. So I'm in a place now where I can truly let go. Um, the things that hurt me and bothered me so much in the past, it still stings a little bit, but I'm in a better place now. I can think about it and not start crying at the drop of a dime. Um, I can think about it and not spin in circles with my mind going several different directions at like 100 miles per hour. Um, and then also, too, I'm in a place now where if I do feel like I'm going in that direction of just spiraling, a quick little prayer, Lord, help me. I repeat this in the name of Jesus, and it's gone. So I'm 50-50. I still have some work to do. But nonetheless, the process has begun, and so far, so good. So we're good. 
Number six, spiritual grounding and a prayer and meditation war closet to sneak off to when life hands her chaos. Yes, ma'am. So I am very grounded in my faith with God. Nothing can shake that. I am set. I know there's a lot of people who don't believe in God and they have all these thoughts about whatever happened in slavery times and all this stuff like that. And that's your prerogative. No judgment over here. Trust me. But my truth, my life, God is number one. He's at the forefront. My desire to strengthen my relationship with him is most important. And it has been working wonders in my life. I am a completely different person. I have been blessed with so many things. I lost count because of my faith with um, of God. So I'm set on that. My prayer life is, is a one. But as far as having that designated hour to focus on God, um, meditation, which I love to do, but don't do enough. By the way, for those who do love God and um, believe in God and want to pray and want to meditate, there's an amazing app called Abide. This is not sponsored. I'm just talking to you guys because it's amazing. Download Abide. You will not regret it. Anyway, I don't have a war closet. I don't have my go-to place to sneak off. It's just a matter of like a couple minutes before I go to bed or when I'm in my feelings, I kind of just connect at that point. So I need to do a better job at that. I'm 50-50 with that too. All right, number seven, a signature dance and a motivational saying. No, I don't have that. I mean, I have a scripture that I like to quote, but then it's like, like I saved it in my phone as my scripture, but then I saw several others just this week. I'm like, ooh, that's my scripture too. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm 50-50 on that one too. Oh my God. And then a signature dance. You know what? I do have a signature dance. I'm really into Afro beats. And there's a dance. I think it's called the Gawar Gawar or something like that. I'm, I'm into it, but I don't know the terms properly. I don't even, barely even know how to do the dances, but I tend to go to that one all the time. So 50-50. <laughs> Number eight. Ew, a hot pickup line, you know, in case she ever needs or wants to use it. No, I'm not interested in no pickup lines. By the way, y'all, I never really opened up to you guys about this yet. Um, I've come to the realization that dating is just not in the cards at this point in time in my life. Um, like, I, I want to be in a relationship. And honestly, I'm not against marriage again either. I truly believe in long-lasting, committed relationships and love. And I want marriage again in my life at some point. But I am in no desire to be in a relationship at this time. Like, and I never really was. I just kind of forced my way into relationships to fill a void of loneliness and hurt from the past. But now that I'm in a better place and I've come to terms with my mess, I realized like, no, dating is just not in the cards for me. Like, ooh, I hope I don't sound nasty. But when I think about the relationships I had in the past and I would get really annoyed with people and frustrated and like have attitudes and be bothered by them. And it's because I didn't want to be with them. You know, we didn't mesh. We didn't click. I just settled. They probably just settled for me, whatever, you know. I just, I'm just, no, like, I am so rocking with being alone. Like, I am chilling. Single life is treating me very well. So, I don't want to pick up line. Bye. And also, too, no, I don't chase dudes. I don't seek men. I mean, I could put myself out there and make myself available and show my interest, but I'm not going to hit you in a pickup line, girl, boy, please. Anyways, okay, number nine, dreams and the dodged desire to protect them. 
even from the people closest to her. Okay. So I do have several dreams. And I don't really understand what that means. Dreams and the desire, the dodge desire to protect them even from the people. Oh, okay. So basically having your dreams and protecting them because, yeah, like whenever you tend to tell people what your plans are and what you're trying to do, sometimes it can be discouraging because they're not really into it like you are, or they always got something negative to say. And that could potentially prevent you from following your dreams and continuing down that path because of those words. Maybe that's what they're trying to say. If that's the case, then, you know, I definitely got that down pat. The only person I tend to have a hard time not telling things to is my mom, but even her, I'm going to stop telling her stuff all the time too. Not that she gives me bad advice or that she's negative. It's just sometimes I just need to, it's, I guess it's a part of me feeling grown up. Like I've always been so close to my mom and I feel like she kind of like coddles me to an extent. Like she tends to still treat me as if I'm like in high school again. I'm like, no, especially now that I moved back in with them. no. I'm 28 years old. I have a child of my own. No, you know, so <laughs> I have to remind her sometimes. And I just want to be in, be in a place where I can just have my life and do my things and not have to answer anyone or feel the need to share it. Just make my moves. You know what I mean? You see me when you see me. You see what are my accomplishments once they're completed. I don't need to tell you my play by play. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with it. But just for me, it makes me feel childish in a weird way. I don't know. Hopefully somebody out there understands what I'm saying. All right. Number 10, a greater appreciation for her mother. Oh, as I just was talking about her too. Wow. <laughs> a greater appreciation for her mother. Not necessarily a greater understanding, but at least a greater appreciation. That one is 100%. Mm, I take that back. I'm going to say it's 75, 80%. Do I appreciate my mom? Absolutely. However, we bump heads and I tend to react and say some things that I regret later on. And although she accepts my apology, you can't take your words back. Once they're out there and put into the universe, you can't take them back. The damage is already done, whether you say sorry or not. So I want to do a better job of, of being slow to anger and frustration with her and to respect her as my mom in the sense of, yeah, you're saying some stuff that are bo that's bothering me and that's rubbing me the wrong way. But at the end of the day, you are my mother. I respect you. I love you. Let's have a conversation instead of me Ah, like going from zero to a hundred, like I said, I tend to do. So mommy, I do have an appreciation for you. I love you so much, but I do need to do a better job of showing you more respect. So let me skip some of these because this is a long list. Let's see. A body shaper or a good push-up bra. Yes and no, I have them, but I don't think they're good. I need to go and spend that 100 some odd dollars for a good one because I know that it will benefit me. I don't like spending money on stuff that I know that I'm not going to use long term, but that is something that I will have for a long time. So I should invest. Victoria's Secret probably has the best bras that I know of. Anybody who knows a better place than Victoria's Secret, let me know because I am desperately in need of some good bras that give good support and that are comfortable. I hate wearing bras. They're so uncomfortable. I want to feel like I'm not even wearing one. So if anybody knows a place that has good quality bras that feel as if you're not even wearing one, let me know. Elsa's have a sense of humor. I definitely have a sense of humor. I'm goofy as heck with my family and friends. So check. Um, an appreciation for black men. An appreciation for black men. 100%. 
even if she never wants to date, marry, or sleep with one. Well, I do. <laughs> but nonetheless, I do have an appreciation for Black men. Love you guys dearly. Always, always, always number one in my life. I appreciate y'all. Well, God's number one, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I value y'all, for real. I really do. I really do. Um, Ability to small talk in a social circle, in any social circle, and a two-step to do at office parties and conservative social events. Nope, 0%. I am an introvert to the core. It might seem like I'm very talkative and whatever. And I am once I get to know you and I'm comfortable. I really want to change that though. I'm in the market of meeting and finding new good quality friends. And I know that that's not going to happen if I don't open up a little bit more. So the ability to small talk in any social circle, I do need to work on that. The hardest thing for me is eye contact, consistent eye contact. I get so weird with that. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just introvert stuff. I don't know. But I need to work on that. 20%. <laughs> um, what else? An awareness that an awareness that there's no excuse for settling. Period. Queen. Okay. So I've always been a goal-oriented person. I've always been very like about my stuff and motivated. So as far as like never settling for a mediocre job and living with your family and, you know, that's never going to happen. Like I've always been a go-getter. But when it comes to relationships, I have settled so much, which is why I am so content with being single. I am chilling like a villain right now. I am in no rush or hurry to be with anybody. Um, but nonetheless, once I do put myself out there to start dating again, I'm not settling for anything. Like, nah, I put up with way too much. Listen to my previous episodes, y'all. Especially Welcome to Cringeville. Oh, my God. <laughs> what else? Empathy for every Black woman's experience. That's on lock, 100%. Even if her walk hasn't looked remotely similar. That's 100% on lock. I embrace all different people from all walks of life. I actually enjoy and value talking to people who have been through some things that I haven't been through, who have unique stories or whatever the case is, because I think they're beautiful. It shapes you into who you are. And who you are now is amazing. And even if you, who you are isn't the best, you have work to do. Nonetheless, you have a story to tell. And I think that we should all support each other as Black women. So I feel that. Um, I'm just skipping. There's so many things here. I want to find like a good one. A financial plan, even if she only has $20 her name. So I was about to say 0%, but you said, you said even if she has $20 her name. And I have that. I have a little bit more than that. So Al... 100%, but I do need to do better. I want to get into investing. I want to get into stocks. I won't even want to dive into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, all this stuff like that. My brother is really into this stuff and I want to pick his brain. Like I'm ready to save. I love teaching. I love kids, but I don't want to work forever. I want to be able to have a nice nest egg for myself and for my son. Generational wealth is a thing. It's so important. Yes. So my mind is very focused on what I need to do to get there. It's just a matter of actually implementing those, those tasks. So a passport check, got that thing in early 2020, was ready to book some flights. And then we got into a panoramic. So, you know, that definitely put it through a monkey wrench and things. But nonetheless, I am passport ready, baby. 
Let's go. Let me see what else. At least one cause or issue she feels passionate enough to debate or argue about. Civil rights, black people, oppression, systemic racism. Very passionate. Let's talk about it, please. Enlighten me. I'm always willing to learn. That's one thing that I think that some people are flawed with. They are so ready to talk, 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 but not they're not ready to receive and learn from other people. I talk, but I'm also willing to listen and receive. I don't know everything. Some people are very knowledgeable of things that I'm not aware of, and I want to pick their brain. I want to understand what they understand. So, oop, let's see. Ooh, a good pair of black heels, a button-down white shirt, and a get em girl <laughs> dress that makes her look like a brick house and feel like Beyonce. So I do have some beautiful heels. I got these bad suede knee boots, knee-high boots that I have yet to wear. And girl, those are very cute. Um, A white button-down. I don't really know what the point of that is. I guess to look professional. But I got some button-down shirts, whatever. Um, And then a get em girl dress. I have some dresses in my closet, but I don't know. I haven't wore them in a while. This is pre-COVID and also pre-COVID weight. Thanks. So I don't know how good I'm going to look in those dresses anymore. And to be honest with you, once this thing is over or life is a little bit more normal than it is now, I plan on probably going on a shopping spree and getting some newer things anyway. So 50% on that one. All right, y'all. This is the last one. I've been recording for almost 30 minutes. And I'm not even talking about anything that important. So let me get over with this. Um, the last one. I want to pick a good one. Hmm. A personal freedom to make choices without justifying them to her parents, her siblings, or anybody else for that matter. That kind of goes back to what I was talking about a little earlier about feeling mature and not like a child, always checking with your parents about what you're doing or whatever the case is, just because you're so close to them, not because you like, and because you appreciate and value their opinion too. But um, yeah, I want to get to a place where I'm not just always constantly telling them what I, my plans are. I just want to do them. I want to trust in my ability as an adult to make wise decisions for myself and my son and for my situation without having to get their quote-unquote approval. Because if you think about it, that's really all that that is. So I'm not ashamed to admit that. Mm, let's see. I'm going to do one more because I'm seeing some that I really like. <sighs> a list of things that she wants in a house, a career, and a spouse, and a list of things she absolutely can't compromise on. Now, that's beautiful. I don't have that at all. With my career, kind of, but not quite. What I want in the house, definitely don't have any suggestions or anything to say about that. What I want in a spouse, no, I don't have anything to say about that. And then the things that I absolutely can't compromise on. There are things that come to mind, but it would be nice to sit down and write them down and to reflect on them. So that's a thing. We'll, we'll work on that. Hmm. Okay, last one. And I mean it this time. <laughs> I looked at the list more, which I shouldn't have, but this is the last one. It says, one thing that reminds her of being a little girl and invites her to feel playful, even if her childhood wasn't the greatest. So I must admit, I had a pretty decent childhood. 
I didn't deal with any crazy trauma that I know a lot of us queens have unfortunately gone through. Um, the things that I have experienced that were negative were very minimal. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say they were traumatizing. Nonetheless, my my childhood was pretty good. Um, one of the things that reminds me of being a little girl is, hmm, I never thought about this before. Huh, what makes me feel like a little girl and like want to feel playful? I have to get back on that one. I don't know. I don't have this at all together, 0%. There are a lot of things that I don't have together before I'm 30. So I have some work to do. I have all this year of my 28th year. And then I have my 29th year to get this together. Again, this is not anything mandatory. Obviously, it's for fun. But I, I think I want to take it seriously because the suggestions here are pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> All right, family, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. I just wanted to connect and vibe with you guys regarding my 28th birthday. And I thank you for being here with me and listening and vibing with me. I want to end this episode in prayer, and I would love it if I can end it in prayer with all of you. So here we go. Thank you, God, for giving me another year of life. Thank you for all the people who remembered me today by sending cards and letters, gifts and good wishes. Thank you for all the experience of this past year, for times of success, which will always be happy memories, for times of failure, which reminded me of my own weakness and of my need for you, for times of joy when the sun was shining and for times of sadness, which drove me to you. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me for the hours I wasted, for the chances I failed to take, for the opportunities I missed this past year. Help me in the days ahead to make this the best year yet, and through it, to bring good credit to myself, happiness and pride to my loved ones, and joy to you. In your mighty name, Lord, I pray. Amen.